podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports, Yao Bonsu and Tyler Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bolden Bruin Sports Podcast. For episode 16, we have scores, upcoming events, a game breakdown, and a special interview from Girls Varsity Basketball's very own, Delisha Moreno. Stay tuned and listen to the whole episode. We are back again with our recap of scores from throughout the last week in Bolden Bruins Athletics. Due to the fact that we only had school Thursday and Friday, our games were pretty much cut short. But nevertheless, it was still a very entertaining week for our Bruins. We begin things off with the Shanae Brown Holiday Tournament. For those who don't know already, the Shanae Brown Christmas Tournament is in memory of a former Bolden student who was tragically lost in a car accident. I'll read the excerpt for you right now. Shanae Monique Brown was a Bolden Senior High School student, class of 2006. It has been 11 years since we tragically lost Shanae in a car accident. However, every December we gather at the Bolden Holiday Christmas Basketball Tournament to celebrate her life and one of her biggest passions, basketball. Shanae was a two-year member of the varsity basketball team. During her senior year, she was named captain of the team, an honor that Shanae fully embraced. Shanae had all the qualities of a good leader. She had the great work ethic, charisma, intelligence, passion, and most importantly, she was compassionate. Shanae was a true, quote-unquote, gym rat. If you ever wanted to know where she was, all you had to do was look in the gym. Shanae's approach on the court was much like her approach to everyday life. She worked hard and always with a smile. In the two years that Shanae spent at Baldwin, she grew to love the school and her classmates. We were all fortunate that Shanae crossed our paths. She left her mark in our hearts and the hearts of everyone who came in contact with her. This is the 19th year of the Baldwin Holiday Basketball Tournament and nine years after it was renamed in Shanae's honor. As we gather over the day in this arena of competition, with Shanae looking over us, we ask that you keep in mind all that Shanae exemplified. Passion for basketball, the caromedy that she shared with her teammates, the pride that she had in her community, and her zest for life. We hope that through this tournament, her spirit lives on. And with that, both our boys and girls basketball teams played their hearts out in memory of Shanae Brown. For the boys in the semifinal game against Bayshore, they took them down 80-54. to Trayvon Blackett scored 17 points and 5 steals, while Isaiah Walker scored 12 points and 10 rebounds. And then in the final game, in what was a masterful performance by the Bruins, they were down 18 points at halftime. They came back to win the game 61-58 against St. Dominic's. Kamani Jones led the comeback with Jaden McKenzie being the floor facilitator that he is, with Isaiah Walker, Trayvon Blackett, and Lance Henry pitching in as well. Isaiah Walker and Lance Henry were named all-tournament team members, while Kamani Jones took home tournament MVP honors. The boys' Bruins basketball team took home the Shanae Brown tournament title. On the girls' side of things, the Lady Bruins would fall to Longwood 35-36, to and what was a tough and hardly fought game. The girls had many opportunities at the end of the game to get it right, but unfortunately they didn't. 
but later in the week in what was a regular league game not a part of the tournament they got back on track with a 71-41 win against Port Washington to cap off our recap of scores from throughout the week Baldwin Boys Varsity Wrestling fell to MacArthur in what was a pretty harsh loss. Jelani Dow on the bright side had a very tough and hard-fought victory. And now we move to our featured game of the week. Alright, for our featured game of the week this week, we're going to take an in-depth look at the Baldwin Boys Varsity team's 61-58 win against St. Dominic's. And now I was in attendance for this game and... I said it before, the comeback was spectacular. This was one of the best games I've seen from the boys in my four years at the Baldwin High School. However, this game did have a lot of negatives. And we could start with the fact that in that first half, the half-court press just wasn't working. You had, I forgot what number he was, but you had this kid that was literally taking the ball and shooting the lights out. He had four threes, I believe. He had four or five threes in the game. He was torching us from the outside. At the, what was it, um, at the end of the first half, he had more points than I think our team had combined, or a little bit less than that, but nevertheless, he was a scoring machine, and what I noticed from the boys in that game, well, especially at the end of the first half with Jaden, he was in fact, he was pretty pissed, I mean, anybody would be pissed in that situation, but Jaden was very, very pissed off. He was throwing, he, at the end of the half, he just threw the ball as if he was shooting it, but now he just threw it towards the other hoop. He was screaming. He said, I, I need a screen. Like, it was bad. It was bad. And I think one of the main problems that the Bruins had was the shooting wasn't working. So, Kamani, one thing I like about Kamani is the fact that he never stopped shooting. But when he starts the game off on these cold stretches where he's just missing over and over again, that kind of turns the team off because if there's anything I've noticed about the Bruins is that they kind of live and die by the three, meaning that if their shooting isn't on, the team isn't on. And I think that the first half really, or should have taught the team that you need to find somewhat of a better way to win. Not a better way, but another way to win if the shooting's not working. You have Kamani who can shoot. You have Lance. You have Jaden who can shoot occasionally. And then you have people coming off the bench who probably can't shoot. Jalen can. Um, Joshua Minton. So the fact that the Bruins struggled in the first half, it wasn't really a surprise to me considering what was going on in the game. Yes, they really couldn't play. I mean... They really couldn't lock up that number three, I believe, who was shooting the lights out. But on their end as well, the shooting just wasn't working out. Kamani, he just kept shooting and shooting and shooting. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, he missed a lot of shots. He missed a lot of shots. But this is the first half we're talking about. And seeing that the Bruins were getting blown out, everybody was kind of in shock. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. But then now we move to the second half of things where things really started to, you know, ramp up for the Bruins. So... The second half had a lot of, it was fast-paced, but it was under control. And that's one of the things I like about Jaden McKenzie. He has grown in the past four years to really be a facilitator on the court. And although he was pissed off at the end of the first half, that didn't stop him from, you know, taking the ball, taking command, and really leading the offense, which is what he did. And I also noticed that when Jaden's out the game, which he, he got subbed out in the second half of the game at a point, Isaiah Walker took it upon himself to, you know, dribble at half court, but it was unacceptable. I've noticed that when that team, when Jaden is in the game, 
they have that true point guard, true facilitator. And when he's out of it, it turns into a whole bunch of isos, a whole bunch of driving. It's not really the team basketball that you have when Jaden's on the court. So going more into the second half, the the comeback was the comeback was real. Kamani Jones kept shooting. He said to he said to me earlier. He said, "Um, one thing I like about my game is the fact that I don't let my shooting slumps get in my head." He doesn't like look for advice. He literally just keeps shooting. And once he made one shot, he made another one, and another one, and another one. And then when he tied the game, Jaden McKenzie was the one who took it upon himself. He sliced through, I think, two or three guys, and then he did a quick layup with his right hand, and then that gave us the lead. And then when Kamani shot the three, you could see me with my hands in the air running over there. But ultimately, here's the thing the Bruins need to realize. They lack depth. And I was told by a fellow mentor of mine that Basketball teams, or at least public high school teams, only have about five, six, seven players that a coach can really trust. And I see that on the Bruins squad. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not here to bash people, but I can see that on the Bruins squad. The people that are dependent on the most are Kamani Jones, Isaiah Walker, Jaden McKenzie, Trayvon Blackett, Jeff Dalby, and and Lance Henry, of course. And those people. You, you can't, I'm not going to say to get overplayed, but there's a whole lot of large dependence on them. You don't have a lot of depth coming off the bench. When Trayvon Blackett is in, I guess that turns into small ball because Jeff Dalby comes out. And then ultimately, those core six guys are really the players that make an impact. And I did not know that coaches usually, you know, have that number, that little number of people that they could depend on on, on a on an everyday game basis, but seeing Baldwin, they re- they really struggle with depth. And I think one thing they need to improve on, one thing they should have learned from this game, is the fact that if Jaden's out the game, they need to find somebody to facilitate the offense. I don't want to see six feet plus Isaiah dribbling at half court just to turn the ball over. I, w- I don't want to see people taking isos all the time just because Jaden's out the game. And it's literally Jaden has shown to be a true point guard for this team. And when he's out the game, things kind of turn into a mess. And you could have, if you were at the game, you saw that St. Dominic's, they were getting closer and closer to really, you know, probably taking a game from us when Jaden was out. And I think that's the biggest point of emphasis I'm trying to make with this analysis is that Baldwin needs to learn how to play more team basketball. They need to get another facilitator. Because ultimately, Jaden's great. I mean, Jaden drives, he kicks it out. Kamani, three, water every time. Lance, three, water every time. Dishes it to Isaiah in the paint. Isaiah's strong enough to go into the paint and get that. And another point on that, Isaiah Walker, man. Damn. The way he takes charges. The way his pride is not making him go up for a block every time. But the way he stands in that paint and takes charges, it's phenomenal. And that helped the team out as well. The comeback was great. But it should not have gotten to that point. It should not have gotten to that point. The main points I'm trying to make with this analysis is Baldwin lives and dies by the three. When the shooting is off, who is going to step up? When Lance isn't shooting well, when Kamani isn't shooting well, who is going to be the person that drives the Bruins to be better? You know? Because ultimately, when we get into the playoffs, counties, Long Island, if the shooting is off, I don't want them, 
I don't want other teams to know that they're going to lose. Isaiah Walker, he's strong enough to drive it into the paint every time. You have Jeff Dowdy, who's pretty much taller than a lot of the kids he plays. So, that's the biggest thing for me. Baldwin, the boys have to find another way to win beyond shooting. Kamani's a star. He's a shooting star. Lance can shoot. Lance can drive. You can do this stuff. And they're probably going to have more on days than off days. So, probably what I say doesn't matter. But, let's say we get into the playoffs. Let's say we get into LIC. Let's say we get to even states. If the shooting is off, what happens then? When Jaden's out the game, the efficiency is lower. When Kamani and Lance aren't shooting, the efficiency is lower. I don't want to see a lot of isolates from this team. I don't want to see a lot of people try to take it by themselves, which I saw in the St. Dominic's game. There has to be a brand of team basketball. And those are the problems that I saw in this Shaday Brown Finals game alone. Those were the main problems. So the boys, they need to learn that Jaden is your leader or one of your leaders. He facilitates the game. Feed off his energy. I see a lot of pick and pops. I saw a lot of pick and pops in this game, actually, which is pretty much why they made a comeback. They made a comeback because their shooting was on, but they didn't make the comeback because not only their defense on that shooter on the other team, but because their shooting was off. And I sound like a broken record right now, but that is what I saw. Repeatedly, it seems like Baldwin seems to find a way to win using the same tactics. Shoot, 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 press, press, press. In my opinion, if you want to be one of the top teams on Long Island, you got to find another way to win. You have Trayvon Blackett, who's good in the paint. You have Isaiah Walker, Jeff Dowdy. Huge, huge kids. All county-level kids. So, I mean, that's my take on the game. Once again, the comeback was phenomenal. When Kamani made a three, when Lance made a three, you saw me with my with my three fingers up. You saw everybody in the crowd with my three fingers up. The atmosphere was amazing. And... That's main, that, those are the main points that I want to see the Bruins improve on as the season goes on. But nevertheless, it was a great game by everybody around. Isaiah Walker, Lance Henry, congratulations on all tournament honors. Kamani Jones, keep shooting. And Jaden McKenzie, you know, he doesn't put up the stats to make him seem like he's a star. But trust me, if you watch the games, you see a difference from when he's on the court and when he's off the court. But nevertheless, that was my game breakdown on the Shade Brown Tournament Finals for the boys. But now, we move to the girl side of things, which takes us to our featured Athlete of the Week interview. And it's Dally Moreno from the Girls Varsity Lady Bruins basketball team. All right, today, with me, right in front of me, I have star player on the Girls Varsity basketball team, Delisha Moreno. How are you doing today? Hi. Dali, you are a star player for the Girls Varsity basketball team here at Baldwin for the 2020 season, 2019-2020 season. How do you think the season's going so far? Um, I think it's going pretty well since, like, this is a whole brand new group. Nobody, like, we haven't played each other. We haven't played together. So it's been going pretty well. We just need to get better and progress. You guys haven't played in the offseason together? Yeah, we have, but, like, this is a whole different group, like, during the and season. different competition, too. Yeah. So. Okay, you are the girls, you are one of the girls' top scorers. The only person who scores more than you is Dana Elcock, barely, but you guys are one of, you guys are both top scorers. 
what did you do this off season to really prepare yourself for this season? Um, I did a lot of traveling with the AAU. Like I went to different states and cities and different tournaments. But um, I was in the gym like every day. Lifting? Nah. <laughs> no, just like with the ball and like I didn't go home. Like I wouldn't go home till like two in the morning what from like most, eight. So. What was the most fun thing you did while you were at the tournaments? Like just like a little funny moment or something that happened. Um, like we'll go out to eat as a team. And we pushed my coach in the pool. Really? Yeah, we went to my house and we had like, <laughs> we had like a party, like a pool party, and we pushed her in the pool. What was that? It was in before AU season started, so before July. Oh, okay. June something. Well, like you said, you guys are a new team. You guys haven't played with each other that much. So, what do you think the team needs to do to really capitalize this season? Play together. That's it, just play together? Yeah, like, we just need to play together. And, like, we're all getting in the gym individually. Like, can't make sure we do that. So we just need to play together and, like, be a team more. The more pressure team. is definitely on, as you can see. I mean, you probably get talked about it every day. People in Baldwin and schools surrounding us, they definitely have hated on you guys a lot. They talk about you guys all the time. How do you handle all that background noise and the other opinions from people even in your school? We don't listen to it. Not at all. <laughs> no, like, it doesn't matter. Like, they don't know what we do. They don't know what we have to do. Does that talk drive you, or you just don't pay attention to it at all? I don't, because I got positive people around me. Like, we have each other, so it don't matter. Who lifts you up the most? Like, family-wise, or like... Anything. It could be family. It could be somebody here that's maybe not on the team. Um, who drives me the most? Who, um, lifts, who lifts you up? Even if you hear something, let's say somebody's like, oh, you're bad under their breath or something. Who's like, Oh, on, um, like. it would be Renell or Elena. Oh, really? Elena? Hmm. <laughs> I think Elena's walked in. But what do you think you need to do this season to be the best version of yourself? Um, I just need to play more. Like, I just need to get in the gym more and, like, do what I got to do, play my role. What basically. do you think you need to work on? Um, your role? Being more consistent, like, throughout the four quarters. Like, I'll start off strong and then, like, die out through the game. So I just need to stay more consistent. You think that's a conditioning thing? or? Yeah, probably. Okay, well, you need, to, you need to run a little bit more, you know? Okay, well, what were some of the... See, you got moved up last year, mm -hmm. right? So you were eighth grader playing varsity sports. Mm -hmm. What were one of the biggest challenges of being a middle schooler playing at this big high school in front of all the people that you've never seen before? Um, I don't know. You don't know? No, like, um, I didn't really, like... I wouldn't stay, like, after practice or anything. Like, I was shooting all of that. But, like, there wasn't people, like, I wasn't in the school, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I was just come to practice, stay. What about games? Games, um... Walk in there, have people talk about you've never heard before, never seen before, um, performing in front of them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. It was just, I mean, it, like, people talk. You just have to pay no mind to it. Just keep it pushing, basically. Okay. Did you, do you play AAU? Yes. Who do you play with? Um, this summer I played for the Renaissance and Exodus. What is the AAU experience like compared to playing for the school? Oh, it's two different things. Completely. Like, like during AAU, I would be honest, like, there was a lot of more pressure on me, especially since I played with Kat. Like, I had to, like, pull up the team and, like, I had to be a leader. And then here's, like, I just have to be a role player and do what I got to do to make sure that we win. So. What was the most points you put up in an AAU game? Uh, 34. 34? 
I could do that in my sleep. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway, all of you guys got your jackets on Monday. I saw that. You guys not were, everybody. Not everybody, but a lot of you guys got your jackets mm-hmm. on Monday. You guys were all flashing on social. Actually, you're wearing it right now. I just realized you're wearing your jacket right now. How did it feel to really put that jacket on for the first time? Um, there was like different emotions because like last year, like I'm not gonna say like well. I'm gonna say that like it was different emotions because some people had to work for it. Like you can't just get a jacket because you're on the team. Like mm. you have to win something and you have to work for it. And last season, like we worked a lot, so it was like it was it was a good feeling. Like it was like it was a proud moment, basically. You were talking about how you guys worked a lot, and I watch you guys practice. I mean, I couldn't watch practice last year, but now I'm a manager, so I'm kind of in the area. Is the practice harder or easier than last year? Um. It's definitely, it's definitely harder because we get pushed a lot more because it's us, like, we don't have anybody to fix our problems. It's us that we have to fix it. So we don't have anybody to do it for us like we did last year with Kaya and Lexi and Mariah or Jam or Elena. Now this season is like us and we got to do it. All right, well, now that it's you guys and you have to do it, let's talk about one of your losses a little bit. Unfortunate loss of a really good game, the one good game. <sighs> I know, you're sorry over there, I know. You could feel that in that Longwood game. You could really feel the energy between both crowds. Even though it was an away game for Longwood, there was a lot of Longwood fans there, and it was kind of yeah. like a screaming contest back and forth between <laughs> us and Longwood, which I really like. How did it feel to play in that environment, in that rivalry environment? Um, I was kind of used to it because like I've played against like rivalry teams before, but it was like that game. It was just like it meant a lot more because we played them during the off season and they beat us. And it was like, it just meant a lot more than any other game. Like, it was our biggest game of the season besides playoffs that are coming up, but it was just a big game. Now, I was watching the game, and what I took down was you guys were down three in the fourth quarter with five minutes, 55 seconds to go, and Coach called a timeout, Coach Carapano. Do you remember what he said in that timeout? Or just even if you don't remember that timeout, do you remember what he said, what he was emphasizing in all the timeouts in the clutch? Um, Less win. Like, let's pull through and let's get this W. He didn't have any real game plans. It was just like, let's win. You guys could definitely do it. No, yeah. We definitely, like, we definitely practice situations that we will get into the game during practice and all of that. And we definitely tried. We tried our best. Like, we executed the game plan. We just came up short, basically. You guys managed to foul out the best player on the team. I haven't, I've never, I didn't, came in late. I didn't get to see her play, but I've heard a lot about her and how great she is. What do you guys think? was the reason you lost the game because you fouled her out so you just came up short um it's finishing like especially me like I had had three four I probably had like five missed layups at least yeah and it was it was big moments too so it was just that's the consistency part you were talking about earlier yeah so that's what you think was the reason you guys lost what did Catapano say after the game in the locker room anything like that um he didn't beat us up like we were all very emotional, like very emotional, and we was just like, we were very disappointed the fact that we couldn't pull through. Like we wanted that game very bad. So you think that you don't think that Longwood overpowered you guys? You just think that you guys just didn't play to your best ability? We played better than them. Like in my opinion, I think we played harder and we did what we had to do. They just they pulled through. Like they made big baskets. So we made little mistakes that we shouldn't have. So they just emphasize on them. Okay, well, we're going to stop talking about the Longwood game and talk a little bit more about you and the team, right? So you are one of the youngest players on the team. There's only probably like two or three players younger than you. How did it feel when you first got added to the team last year? 
Um, I felt very welcomed. Like, everybody's nice. Like, everybody's... It's a family, basically. So, it was very easy. All right, well, I got... Oh, my bad. I got asked to... I got requested to ask this question to you from one of the players. Not going to say any names, but you might be able to tell based on the question. I watched the practices sometimes, and one of your teammates told me to ask you this. Who is the hardest player to box out on the team? Elena. <laughs> you try looking for her. <laughs> it's Elena. Elena. Like, she's just... Oh, my gosh. She's She's built. Like, she's, she's, like, actually built. Like, I'll get a, I can't, like, I could box her out, but she'll just, like, I don't know. Whatever <laughs> she does, she does, but she'll go around and get the ball, so. So, is she the best rebounder on the team? Yes, for the most part. Why do you, why do you sound sad to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sad, it's it. just, like. She's just, she's just better than you. Okay, she's just better than you. No, I'm playing, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> she's better than me in different aspects of the game. I'll give her that. Okay. Um, actually, wait, I have a question. Other than Nayeli, who is the best shooter on the team? Dana. Dana? Dana's Dana nice, right? and... <laughs> Dana's nice. Dana and uh, Shania. Shania. Shania's... Shania can shoot. They're all good players. I like watching Dana play sometimes. All right. Who was the person that really... What's going on really... there? Huh? What's going on there? Nothing. Don't do that. <laughs> who was the player that took you... <laughs> who was the player that took you under their wing and guided you through the intro when you got added to the team? Last year? Mm-hmm. Um, Elena... And Kaya, for the most part, yeah. Elena was, like, during practice, outside of practice, it was definitely Kaya because we'll, like, go to training. After the season was done, we'll go to training every day after school, so. Was Kaya really, like, a, a role model to you, kind of? Yeah. She, um, she just, she guided people. Like, she knew how to, she was a good role model because, like, she was a star player last year. Like, she, they were all good, but she was the main scorer, so it was, like, it was good to look up to her. So Kaya was a leader last year. Basically, for the most part. I mean, Jamila and Lexi and Mariah did what they had to do, but to me, Kaya was like... So, if Kaya was like, to you at least, the leader last year, who do you think is the leader this year? Definitely Elena. Elena, she had the loudest voice on the team. Comes to practice and stuff like that, at least. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, we can't miss practice. I mean, yeah, but like, if you guys are in practice and like, you know, coach could yell at you guys all he wants, you know, try to throw things at you, but sometimes... When an adult tells you to do some things, it's like you kind of you get mad at it or something like that. <laughs> but when your one of your own players tells you, you kind of take like, it into more consideration. Yeah. So Lynn is that person. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Out of all the players you've seen on any varsity team, no, no, no. Out of all the players you've seen on a Bruins varsity team from last year and this year, who's inspired you the most? Um, from last year and this year, that's a good question. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say. I'll say Jamila. Jamila, why? Cause she like, well, she played in my position, and like she was, um, she was a competitor, and she had a lot of heart in her. So she was like, she was like, when we lost that game to Longwood last year, like it was just like, like she poured her heart out, like she did everything that she had to do. Did you play in that game last year? No, sir. No, I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, last year, last year I didn't play in the. State, no, not in the LIC, no. So, why do you think they lost that game? Um, uh, it was just they definitely, Longwood, like Janelle definitely pulled through for them. Like, Janelle, like, definitely last year, Janelle pulled through for them. And if I was say it, like, in my opinion, I was just on the phone with Kaya about this. Um, in my opinion, Janelle played better than Kaya at that game. 
but I don't think she played harder, and I don't think she had more heart. Like, we beat Longwood in the our Christmas tournament last year, but they just came through, so. Well, it happens, you know. Yeah. It won't happen this year, though. Facts. You, you, you're still young, and you have four long years of high school ahead of you, including this one. How much potential do you think you have to be an outstanding player? Um, people say I have a lot. Like, I could be a very good player. But Kat always says that it's not about how much potential. Like, everybody says, oh, she has potential. She has potential. Like, she could be the best. Like, I just want to be the best at the end of the day. Like, by my senior year, I want to be committed by my junior year. And really? Yes. What? Keep going. No, keep going. I'm interested <laughs> um, now. I want to be committed by my junior year, and I want to be, I'm pretty sure, well, my goal is to be a McDonald's All-American my senior year. McDonald's All-American? And be the best player on Long Island. Oh! She got goals out here, like <laughs> real, real goals. McDonald's All-American, that's crazy. You think you're going to do that? 100%. Yeah. You have to really be motivated for that. That's not an easy task. I know. Especially out here. I know. All right, so you definitely have a... Actually, if you had to pick one school to go to, let's say you got offered by literally everybody, what's, what college did you go to to play? Um, my top option right now will be Villanova. Villanova. Because they have, um, they have the program that I want to do. Like, the course, like, if I don't make it in basketball, they have a very good law program, so, yeah. You're going to be a lawyer, too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming, I'm assuming... Actually, I know now that you have the love for basketball, a lot of love for basketball, and you do plan on taking your future talents to college level. Mm-hmm. McDonald's on American. Yes, sir. Last question that I have for you. What is your favorite part about playing for Bolden? Um, the drive. The drive. Like, Cat will always drive us. And, like, it's just, like, it's not even, like, the yes, yeah, the drive, but it's, like, just the family part and the caring part and the loving part, the supporting part, basically. So you like to support from everybody. Cats kids too. They're <laughs> kids. so cute. Cats kids are crazy. Cats kids, Bolden kid. The support from the Bruins family, you know. Yeah. Everybody supports it. Yeah. Everybody supports every sport. I mean like everybody talks trash about it. But at Not the end of the day by the end of the day, like everybody will still come out and support us. Okay, Delisha. I appreciate it talking to you. No problem. You gotta get on a bus. Yep. Gotta go work some more, go run some more. Gotta save. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. I appreciate the song. All right. Thank you. Thank you to Dally Moreno for joining the show. I'm looking forward to keeping tabs on your journey as you look to become yet another one of the fantastic Lady Bruins alumni. Now we move to our pod star of the week. Tyler, who will you be honoring? For our pod star of the week, we have chosen Kamani Jones. Before I say anything about Kamani alone, I just want to say that that championship game for the Sinead Brown Christmas Tournament was the best game by far I've ever seen from a high school game. The team basketball and team chemistry between every player on the court wearing a Bruins jersey was just insane, and the almost 20-point comeback was even better. Now to talk about Kamani alone. Kamani won MVP for this game, put up 14 points against Bayshore, and another 16 points against St. Dom's, and had 8 threes for the tournament completely. It's not like Kamani only takes open three-pointers as well, because it's not that easy to get open. Kamani's a three-point contested shooting dead-eye at this point in his career. Our pod star of the week is Kamani Jones. Congratulations, Kamani. But now, to cap off the episode, we move to our upcoming events. 
for the boys varsity basketball team the boys will take on east meadow away on january 9th at 6 30 p.m and then on january 12th they will take on cardozo at adelphi university at 6 p.m for girls basketball they will take on east meadow at home on january 8th at 7 p.m boys varsity wrestling will travel to east meadow at 6 45 p.m on january 8th Wow, that is a lot of Baldwin versus East Meadow. But nevertheless, co-ed marksmanship will take on Freeport on January 7th, Sawanica on January 9th, with both meets starting at 4.15 p.m. Both boys and girls bowling will take on Freeport on January 6th and Hempstead on January 9th, with both matches beginning at 4.30 p.m. at Baldwin Bowl. And then, for our last upcoming event, both Boys and Girls Winter Track will have a league meet on January 9th at 6.30 p.m. And that pretty much wraps up this episode. We got to hear about our Pod Star of the Week, Kamani Jones, and his incredible efforts in the St. Dominic's game for the Shanae Christmas Tournament Championship. And we got to hear a little bit of insight on the mindset of the ninth grader who has been playing on a loaded varsity girl squad since an eighth grader. If you're still listening, I appreciate the support, and be sure to follow our Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Have a great day. Thank you for listening in on this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin Sports.